coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. So these are just small things that I that I think are good for all of us to examine because sometimes you can get in a rut and you don't realize you're in a rut and you fool yourself by thinking you're doing good. Like I fooled myself by thinking like, hey, this is great. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business with your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magwell. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage and grow your day-to-day -day activities and really driven by your input. And we want to thank you for all your suggestions on how to make this software work for you day-to-day. -day. Had to change up the intro a little bit and uh, just let you know how much we appreciate uh, those of you that listen and watch and, and utilize the software. My name is Craig Magram, host of the, the uh, Spiro Podcast, and with me every week, our owner and founder and co-host of the podcast, Todd Kivamaki. How's it going, Todd? Oh, it's great, Craig. It's a Friday morning here when we record. There's a nice little blanket of snow on the ground mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, in the field. So it's beautiful here in Ohio and my kids are going to love it. It's great. Good, good, productive week. Excited to kind of give you guys an insight to my week a little bit this week. Um, and I cannot believe I was talking with William this morning, who Williams are our, our lead engineer and a partner in Spiro. And I was like, oh, it is the 19th of the month. So uh, <laughs> I cannot believe January is on its way out already. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the older you get, the faster time flies. And I always heard my parents say that and I'm like, eh, whatever. It's, it's true. There, there's some weird physics that happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is 100% true. Like all those things that your parents and your grandparents say, like, oh my goodness. Like it's true. They were right. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Last night, we, we have a small group that meets at our house on on Thursday nights for our church, and we're doing mm -hmm. a study on uh, on wisdom. So we're, okay. we're starting into the book of Proverbs. And gotcha. one of the themes of, of wisdom is it's passed down from generation to generation. You know, your, your ancestors learn something and they, they apply that knowledge that they've learned and they gain wisdom. And then they pass that wisdom on to the next generation so that hopefully that next generation doesn't have to learn the hard way that their their parents did. And and uh, so when you said that about, yeah, parents and, and grandparents, I just thought of generational wisdom. So yeah. hopefully we're able to pass on some wisdom to you and uh, help you with your business as well. Yeah, that is that is our goal. That's a great point, Craig. And, and especially this time of year. Now, I know some of you are crazy. Like I talked talk to Colleen and she's in Florida and she's like, it's insane here. So I know your some of your seasons are different. Australia, you guys are in summer right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm jealously talking to you guys right now in Australia. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got snow on the ground. It was zero degrees here. That's Fahrenheit. So for right. you Celsius people, that was zero Fahrenheit. And I know some of you, uh, you know, I talked to Alex in Minnesota. He's like, yeah, it's like negative 15. So it's cold <laughs> here, though. Um, that was such a large tangent. I don't know where I was going, but. Um, <laughs> That's all right. We were talking about William. <laughs> yeah. So, Should was, we rewind? I think where I was. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we need to. My brain is. Yeah, this is a good intro to my week, why my brain doesn't work. But I think the idea is here that this time of year is the time to slow down a little bit because number of shoots are lower, but don't just hang out on the couch. Don't just sulk mm -hmm. in the fact that jobs aren't coming in where you want them to be. This is normal. Right. We need to plan for 2024. We've been talking a lot about goals. We're going to take a little tangent today, but this is the time 
to plan and build a foundation for your 2024 and beyond. So use right. this time accordingly. And, and you guys are already ahead of the group. So if you're listening to podcast about how to grow your business, you are already in that small little segment of people that want to continue to learn. So continue to push that and just 1% better. Don't feel as though you had to double or triple. You have to shoot 12,000 next year, have 25 photographers in the field. You don't have to do anything compared to what we do. You just have to do what you want to do be intentional about it and just get a little bit better each day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a great time on, on the business development side. It's a great time to meet with clients and meet with prospective clients that you're trying to, you know, to land. Um, I, I've had uh, a couple of coffee meetings and I have a couple planned next week. Um, I've done a couple of presentations. We got a, a realtor summit for a brokerage that we're going to be doing in, in my market uh, at the end of the month. So it's a great time to really set up those meetings um, get in front of people, get in front of brokerages and take this time to build your business for the upcoming busy season. Take, take advantage of it. It's, it will pay massive, massive dividends. It will. Craig, let's just, we have a, we have a podcast, I believe on this, but you talked about the coffee meeting. Yeah. So for our listeners out there, they're like, oh my goodness, I, a coffee meeting, like what I have to go sit with a realtor. How do you, so how do you go about that? Like I, I'm, I usually like to email my clients or I like to text them. How do I get a coffee meeting in person with someone? Sure. I mean, there, there's a couple different ways you can do it. The easy way is to get referrals. First of all, ask your current clients for referrals and Hey, is there any, and, and something that you could do is ask current clients for new realtors that they know that have come into the brokerage and Hey, mm. Hey, Heather, how you know how many new agents do you have you guys have coming in this season <clears throat> are, are there any that you're working with um that mm -hmm. you know we could potentially help get off on the right foot in terms of their marketing and get you know get mm -hmm. them rolling faster um so ask for referrals ask for newer agents and then get those referrals follow up on them give them a, give them a phone call i know texts and emails are easy um especially for those of us that are introverts and we might be a little phone shy, you know, whatever. Um, this business, I really think you need to make personal connections. That's how I do it. Um, email has its place and, and whatnot. But if you're going to ask for someone's time and, and to be able to meet with them, take the effort to pick up the phone and introduce yourself. And, hey, you know, your colleague uh, Heather referred me to you. And congratulations on getting your license. You know, I'd love to hear what your plans are as you start to build this this new career that you're getting into. Um, we're working with so-and-so, you know, in your brokerage. And I'd love to hear, you know, about your journey here and and, and uh, see if, if there's anything we can do to help you, help you grow your business. And you just have to ask. I mean, all they can say is no, right? And, True. um, the True. fact, the fact that somebody, especially somebody new is already getting attention paid to them by a, a, a vendor that wants to help them grow. I've, I've gotten some really enthusiastic responses from new agents. Yeah. I would love to meet. I, in fact, I just had one, uh, a, a call this week that we did a zoom call. She wasn't able to meet for coffee, but, um, I introduced, you know, who we were and I asked her what her marketing plans were. And, and she said, I really like to do like, I'd like to be on camera. I said, well, we have a vertical video that you can be on. And I showed her an example. She goes, I'm sold. I mean, it, mm. it was an easy, that was an easy one. Not all of them go that easy, but, um, yeah, you just ask for the meeting, say, Hey, can I, can I treat you to coffee? I'd love to learn, you know, 
get to know you, get to know your business, hear what your goals are and uh, introduce myself and, and what WOW can do, you know, potentially with the goals that you have. And it's very rare that I get a no. Yeah, that that's such good insight. Now, Craig, you've shared that you're an introvert. Mm-hmm. You lean more towards being an introvert. Right. You like to build relationships one-on-one. Yep. Now, have you had any interactions that you have nightmares about? Like for our listeners that are saying, yeah, but I'm not Craig because Craig does a podcast and Craig has done this for a long time. Like, is is this something to be worried about? Or is this just our, you know, for those listeners out there, is it just their left brain going too much and too active? Like, should they just do it? Like from an introvert to an introvert, what's your advice? Well, I think I I might be generalizing, but I think introverts are generally more comfortable with one-on-one meetings anyway. We don't like, Mm -hmm. at least I don't like small talk. Um, I like deeper conversation. I like to actually get to know somebody like for real, um, mm-hmm. not just to sell them because I care about people. And I think introverts, we're, we're a little bit more empathetic. So I think we mm-hmm. can form those deeper relationships even in business. Um, the thing that I have a nightmare about, <laughs> Todd, is mm-hmm. is the uh, social events where there's big crowds of people. You know, it's at a bar. It's loud. There's lots of people talking. It's all, <laughs> it's, it's shallow. T- I hate. I hate the social events. I, I'm uh-huh. more of a wallflower in that environment. But man, you get me in front of somebody one-on-one and we can have some real conversation. I can do that all day. Awesome. Well, that's great insight. So if you have written down in the last couple of weeks that it's one of your goals to create better relationships, to make more client outreach calls, that is a great track for you to take. Go to some of your current clients, ask them who the new clients coming in are at the office. That's a nice warm handoff for you. Craig gave you a nice script of how to call and introduce yourself, reference the client that gave the name, uh, be excited about them being in the industry and mm-hmm. ask if they'd like to sit down and have coffee. Yeah. Use use the phrase, my treat. You know, I'd, I'd love to treat you to this. And who oh, doesn't good. like who doesn't like a free coffee, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, can they get a bagel too? Uh, You can spring for a bagel (laughs) or a muffin or a tea. Not everybody drinks coffee. I I know some parts of the world, it's more tea. More tea. Uh, Actually, Mm -hmm. actually once in a while I do get green tea, but anyway. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you for that, Craig. Yeah. Great. Okay. Give me two minutes about Spiro updates here and uh, we will talk about what's in the works. Uh, so currently we are still working on that metrics update. So it's going to be a great one. This is a big one. Some of these updates take a little bit longer working on uh, metrics and also square integration. So the coding's done. We are testing it. Uh, payment processors are something that we want to test a lot more because mm-hmm. it's a very sensitive part of the situ of, of the pipeline. Uh, not so much the data because we let the processor handle the sensitivity of the data, but it's just charging, remembering cards, getting everything correct. So those are in progress right now. We did, however, push some fun updates to you in the meantime. So we didn't want to give you nothing. Many of you have asked us about some changes and options for your Google Calendar integration, and they are live in your system. Mm-hmm. The fir- yeah, the first is many of you have asked in your Google Calendar appointment. So when you get booked for a job, the appointment, you want more data on the Google Calendar appointment, and that is in there. So we have switched you all over to what we call advanced mode. It has 
all of the data from the order page. It's in the calendar appointment already. Uh, it has the address, not the um, latitude and longitude. So you can click on that address. You can reference it. When the card is collapsed, you can see address agent. So it's all in there. Thank you for your feedback. You guys all great gave it to us. Um, if you're not on the Spiro Super User Group on Facebook, please do a quick search. Join that. Uh, we took a lot of great feedback from that group. So that is your calendar appointments have been updated. The second is with Google Calendar still, and you've asked for this, you wanted the ability to have Spiro add your appointments to a different calendar. So the way that it works is when you integrate Google Calendar, we create a sub-calendar for you. And previously, all appointments and time off would have to sync to that sub-calendar. Many of you were like, I share an appointment with my family, I share an appointment with uh, you know, the office, and I want time off and my appointments to sync to that shared calendar. Well, now inside your photographer portal, you can change your main calendar to any calendar that's on your Google account. So you have that flexibility. You can also choose to for us to scan an additional calendar or calendars for time off. So maybe you keep a family calendar and you have time off on there. You can add that family calendar inside your photographer portal. We will check that calendar as well for time off. As long as the appointment is marked as busy and not free, those are the options on Google. If you're marked busy, we will not schedule you for that time block. So we hope that this brings a, a lot more flexibility to the way that you work in Google Calendar, and we're excited to bring these updates to you. Finally, one more little update that we put in is with custom questions. So you all have created some great custom questions that you want to ask your clients, and these, again, can be dependent on the client, the bundle, the service, and they only showed in the admin panel. Well, many of you want to show them to your photographers and also your editors. So now on the setup of a custom question, you can just toggle on that you want to show it to the photographer and you want to show it to the editor. And that's a separate option. So all of that is live inside your system. Uh, you can find all that. The photographer portal has your Google Calendar integration and then shopping cart custom questions is where you create custom questions. Excellent. Man, I love... Um... I, I know I'm biased, but I love how responsive we are to listener and, and viewer suggestions on what works for them. And the fact that this, this software is so customizable for your workflow. Um, we're, we really hope that this is just <clears throat> really strengthening your day-to-day your -day activities and organization and, and managing and, and running your business. Um, man, what, what great updates, Todd. That's awesome. Yeah, and th thanks to the listeners, to mm -hmm. the input on the Facebook group, to the emails that we receive, uh, hello at Spiro.media if you want to email. And also thanks to William and our engineering team. Absolutely. Um, this is, uh, he continues to uh, not sleep and he has a newborn. So he's not sleeping because he has a newborn. He's not sleeping because he's coding all day and night. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just thanks to our to all the suggestions. And, uh, you know, we built the system for a while. We've had it for 20 years. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that when you get into it, you feel comfortable as well and that it works for your business. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, Todd, it sounds like you've had quite the week this week. Yeah, it's it's been so I don't say this because I'm not looking for any sympathy, but it's right. been a busy week. 
and um, the input from um, you know all of you new users coming in and all of you current users in. Uh, we love the input, we love the questions, and we want to help you out. And uh, the emails and the podcasts and wow and and all these other things. And I found that I was just getting inundated with input coming in, you know, with requests, <laughs> with needs, um, with, you know, the calls, I, you know, as I write on my chart, like I have little squares, um, the way I do it, when I have something to do, I put a box, that means I have to check it off. And as I go back through my notes, I'm like, oh, my goodness, look at all these boxes that I did not check off. <laughs> and that gives me a little bit of anxiety. Sure. And, and that, you know, that I, I only had it on my, on my, um, my notepad here and I've gone to this digital notepad. Um, it, it, I just tried it around the um, Christmas and I can't flip through that as much. So I'm still learning the work well with the digital notepad. And anyways, this was in my brain and personally it's basketball season right now. And I coach two teams. I run the league. I have scrimmages um, and, and there's referees to arrange. Anyways, <laughs> long story short, there were all these things that are on my brain and I felt myself just literally wired. Like I would sit down and I could not think because my brain is spinning. And then intercom would chime, email would chime, go high level would chime with people coming in. And I want to get to you all immediately. And I thought, hey, I'm going to do all of this. I'm going to say yes to everyone. And the thing that I that hit me at about Wednesday was that me thinking I'm saying yes to everyone is I'm really saying no to a lot of people. Hmm. So this is something that I learned a few years back and I forgot earlier in the week and it hit me again is there was a coach that I worked with and saying yes to some to everyone is saying no to someone. You have to say no sometimes. You just have to. And you can do it politely and you can communicate well. You know, some of you have gotten an email back from me that said, hey, I really appreciate, appreciate your email. I'm gonna read through all of it. Um, I will get back to you at this date and time, you know, when I realize that it's not pressing and I just really had to reset myself with what I love to call pumpkin planning. And it's a book by Mike McCallowitz. It's called the pumpkin plan. And it's one that I enjoy. I've listened to it a couple of times. And basically he talks about the fact that to grow the world's largest pumpkin you have to cut off the other pumpkins on the vine that are not going to be the world's largest pumpkin. <laughs> so, you know, as this, and I guess in the world, there's pumpkin farmers, probably some of them are around me and us, Craig, but there's mm -hmm. pumpkin farmers that want to grow the world's largest pumpkin that year. And it's like a life achievement when you do this. Like these suckers are huge. Like they don't even fit into the back of a flat, you know, to a pickup truck. And he goes to talk about, he researched, went to the farms where they grow these pumpkins. And one of the things they did was as the pumpkins grew on the vine, they would look at the vine. And if any part of the vine was starting to shrivel or die off, they would cut that branch off. If any of the pumpkins started to look diseased, they would cut that pumpkin and vine off. Right. And then as the healthy pumpkins grew, the thing that they had to do is they had, you know, say they have three large pumpkins and they know they only want one on this vine. They have to start cutting the pumpkin off the vine that's not going to be the largest pumpkin. It might be an extremely healthy pumpkin. It might look great on your front porch, 
but it's not going to be the world's largest pumpkin. Thus, it's not going to help you achieve your goal. So all of this was going through my brain and I realized that I just really had to get centered. And um, for me, what that looks like is I had to get it all down on a list. Hmm. So for those of you that are. That, that sounds familiar, Todd. We, we had to write right? it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I only okay. talked about the last two weeks in the podcast and I'm sitting here Monday and Tuesday going, oh, I'm going to remember all of it. I've got 78 things to do. And I got it in my brain. Like for those of you that are on YouTube right now, like it's written down. Here's my goal list that what this says on my board, my goals. And I have the date and really, I think you should only have three goals per day. So I cheated here. I have more up there, but some are personal things that I need to get done mm -hmm. and I'm crossing those off. And I created a, list for the team talked about with William we'll share it with Tyra and the team and I'm going to cue them in on it if you have a team this is the great thing about a team is you need to let other people know when you're a little underwater when you need some help so it started with a list from me to get it out of your brain um, I I feel strongly as though our brains are not wired to be a memory list right right you know Craig you ever have that on your brain where it's just like oh I know there's I know I need to do one, two, and three things. And there was another thing I forgot. I mean, how do you feel when that happens? It's just like. Yeah. <clears throat> if, if I don't write it down, I don't remember it. Uh, I'll think of things I need to do the next day when I'm going to bed for the night. And it's like, I'm going to forget this by tomorrow morning. So I will literally email myself those things that I need mm -hmm. to do so that at least it's in my inbox in the morning when I go to check my inbox. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. So whatever works for you, email's great. Unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, our phones are by our bedside table right. and, you know, at least you can get it down. If you don't want your phone there, great. Good for you. You know, that's one of my goals this year is right when I wake up, it's a daily goal of mine. Right when I wake up, no phones in the morning mm. before I used to literally wake up, turn it on and I would see what was going on. And there was always something going on because the opposite side of the world is working when I'm sleeping. So I would always and I got into this mode of like this, like almost addictive behavior of like, okay, I'm going to go help these people. I'm going to type, I'm going to send them the knowledge base articles. I'm going to see what new signups came in. And I find, I found that it was a very unhealthy spot for me because yeah. I was fooling myself thinking I'm doing this at 6am and it's helping anyone. Hmm. Uh, you know, there are times that there are some red flag issues. I mean, we had water in the kitchen, this, um, you know, we had a pipe, we had a, a tube that goes up and over for the furnace and it froze. So we had water in the kitchen. There's sometimes those red flag things. Like I had to put everything on hold on Tuesday, I believe, or maybe it was Monday. And I just had to deal with the water, we tore up the floor. I had to get people in the tear up the floor. I had to go up in the attic and y'all that know me, I'm six, seven, like I'm not small, like up in the attic, I'm sprawled across the heating vent, trying to move these pipes. I'm very dramatic yelling up there. The office is like, what's going on? <laughs> but, but that was, that was like a red flag issue. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that you can't fix red flag items, but I'm saying I'm not going to wake up every morning and go to my phone like, you know, I'm not a doctor, hmm. you know, right. like it's not life or death. I get it feels like life or death when you don't know how to set up something in the software. And, and I, and I feel for you, but someone's not going to die if I don't get to you at 5.30 or 6 a.m. in the morning. So that's been a daily goal of mine is that I'm not going to look at it and 
what that does for your eyes, for your brain. I mean, my eyes are getting older. I'm no spring chicken. I mean, that light in your eyes, the first thing in the morning is not great for you. So anyways, that's a daily goal of mine to not look at the phone right away. Yeah. It just allows me to start my day a little more centered. I don't look at the phone. I, you know, shower, get ready. I get my coffee at Panera Sip Club on the way in. This episode's not sponsored by a sip club. I just really like the <laughs> sip club. Get my coffee. I come in. I make my smoothie. I read the Bible. And then after I'm done reading, and I'm in Luke right now, so I'm reading longer. You know, Luke is a little bit longer. So mm -hmm. I like I, that's been an adjustment for me, too, because I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to be here another 10 or 15 more minutes. And at least for me, like I have to intentionally force my way through it because my mind wanders a little bit. Yeah. And I have to, I want to get my morning routine done and then I can sit down and I feel so much better when I sit yeah. down and I answer emails and I take care of anything I need to on my, on my laptop and on my, on my big screen. Um, so these are just small things that I, that I think are good for all of us to examine. Cause sometimes you can get in a rut and you don't realize you're in a rut and you fool yourself by thinking you're doing good. Like I fooled myself by thinking like, Hey, this is great. I'm going to wake up as soon as I wake up, phones in my face, and I'm going to answer people why the shower's warming up. <laughs> you know, like, you know, 60 gallons of warm water later, I finally hop in because I've responded to 14 emails. Right. <laughs> my wife's like, uh, Todd, what do you think about not looking at your phone immediately when you wake up? And I was like, oh, no, I need, I need to. Like, that was my first response. My ego came out, was like, mm. hey, I need to. No, I, I need to make sure that people hear from me. She's like, do you know how bad it is for you to start the day like that? Wow. <clears throat> God bless our wives for being voices oh. of wisdom to us a oh, lot of times. Yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes. Yeah. So my challenge to you all is to do the <clears throat> same in your business. I want you to look at everything that's going on right now. And what are you going to say no to? What is not going to be the largest pumpkin? And it doesn't mean, no, I'm never going to do that. It just means, no, not right now, because right. there's some larger things that I need to focus on. If you're trying to grow your real estate media company, and you know that you need to focus on client acquisition, then you need to force yourself to schedule that time to get into some offices to call some current clients that are raving fans of yours, to ask for the referrals, to stop by the office, ask for the manager. Yes, you can do that. Stop into an office and say, is the manager here? That is fine. The, like Craig said earlier, the worst they can say is no. But if that's what you want to grow in 2024, you better plant the seed now. And that means don't get busy in photo editing, don't get busy and I'm going to learn the next greatest technique of how to shoot real estate photos. I need to work on a different video technique. I need to learn how to edit. No, you don't need to do any of that. Hmm. If you need more business, improving your photos by 2% is not going to do it. Right. And, and just Matt, you know, it's just, if you think about it, okay, you're now shooting 2% better photos. Do you think that the phone's magically going to ring from everyone in town? <laughs> no, no, <clears throat> I've worked with realtors for 20 years. They don't notice 2% difference. They don't know. They don't care. Good is good enough. 
get out of Photoshop, get out of what you're comfortable with and get into something that's going to grow the biggest pumpkin. It, it ties in a lot to what we talked about last week with how to prioritize goals. So mm -hmm. you have to look at your list of tasks <clears throat> or goals and yeah, trim off or put lower on the list, the things that don't need the immediate attention. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, great advice on how to start a day too with not going right to the device and looking at the myriad of tasks that need to be, you know, emails that need to be responded to. Man, talk about starting your day with anxiety. Man, we need space to breathe. And that's that's mm -hmm. what the word Spiro means is breathe. <laughs> right? <laughs> so true. So true. We have yeah. got we have got to build some margin into our lives. Um, I just I just ran across a, a scripture the other day. Let me let me share this real quick and see if I can find it real quick. And it just it hit me like a ton of bricks, Todd. It, it, we're doing a study on on the book of Mark with some friends, and I read this verse. It said, "Then Jesus said, let's this is now this is Jesus, okay? Mm -hmm. Christians believe Son of God, okay? Even Jesus yeah. said this. Let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest a while. He said this because there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles didn't even have time to eat. So busyness is not a new thing necessarily in our our modern culture. I mean, 2000 years ago, even Jesus and his followers were super, super busy. And the son of God himself had to say, hold on, guys, let's take a breather. We we need we need a little now it ends up that they didn't get the breather right then because a bunch of people braced around the lake that they were going across and met them before they even landed, which I mean, isn't that life? You know, something is always there to take our attention. But man, we got to make the effort to build margin into our life so that you're not going to lose it at the at the helm of your ship. You, you're the captain of the ship owning the business that you do. If you don't get rest and, and some peace and margin and space in your life, you're going to lose it. And all of those people, depending on you, your clients, your staff, you know, your, your photographers, if you break, they're going to break. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. <clears throat> Trim off those things that aren't going to sap away the energy that you need for that biggest pumpkin like Todd's talked about. And breathe. Yeah. What, what great advice, Craig. And, and allowing yourself to slow down and breathe, you actually, you actually go further in the end Yeah, because you might be running so hard right now, but you're just out of gas that you're going, you're going so much slower than what you think you're doing. And yeah. I found that in my, in my actions this week, I find, I found myself just like, you didn't get anything that was important done. Yeah. You were just busy and segmented. I worked for, for about a year uh, doing donor development for a homeless mission in Toledo. Um, I, I think a lot of people know my heart has always been service. Our CEO, mm -hmm. our CEO had a lot of great wisdom to share. And he made this comment a couple of times. Um, he, he said, Craig, you, you go faster by slowing down. I'm like, what, Dan? He said, yeah. <laughs> you can only go faster by slowing down. I was trying to get so many tasks done that I wasn't making great progress on any of them. He said, I go faster than you because I'm slower than you. It's the same concept. He put his attention and effort into the things that mattered and took more time with those and got bigger chunks of things done as a result. 
because he got the important things done. So slow down on the important things and do those things well. I still, well, it's the rabbit and the hare. Think about that. Or the rabbit and the tortoise, the hare and the tortoise. There we go. I finally yeah. got it. Yeah, there it is. You got <laughs> there it. There it is. I knew I'd get there eventually. Um, yeah. Slow and steady. You know, don't feel like the the world and the, the culture has to push you so hard. Go mm -hmm. deep with people. You know, your your clients will love that because you've got that deep relationship with them. So anyway, I feel like we're preaching yeah. now. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, I, and rightfully so. I think for those of you that need to hear it, like we, we say it from a place of love in our heart and, and just because sure. like I literally went through it this week. So, <clears throat> um, you know, if, if you needed to hear this, all I, all I ask is that you do something about it, right. you know, knowledge without any action is just entertainment. And right. I've said this many times, there's a lot more entertaining people than Craig and myself. So <laughs> <For> sure, <laughs> if for you sure. can take anything from this. Um, or maybe you need to encourage someone else. Maybe yeah. there's someone, maybe it's your, maybe it's your wife, it's your spouse, maybe it's a friend. Um, but if you can encourage someone, uh, it feels good too. So, yeah, good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, Todd, not a super long podcast, but I think some really good stuff for us to breathe and, and meditate on and, and act on. Like you said, you know, uh, we, we talked at the beginning of the podcast about wisdom. Wisdom is applied knowledge. So take the knowledge you've gained, apply it and see the difference that it'll, it'll make in your life. Craig. Okay. You, yes. this was your idea. So why don't you, I think we should do the poll. Why don't you give everybody, everybody what the poll is and then okay. let's, all right, we're going to shift gears. This has been a pretty heavy, heavy episode, some pretty deep stuff. So let's let's end with a little bit of fun. And I only do this because my nieces and nephews were shocked when they saw this. You guys might have noticed I, I grew a beard over the last couple of months. You know, I've always had the goatee. I've had a goatee for shoot, 23 years, I think it was. And I don't know what prompted me, but uh, I decided to try a beard. For I've tried it on and off over the years. I always have this one little spot that doesn't fill in. I'm like, I'm going to let it go three months. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to do it. Todd's called me a caveman. I think it's pretty well manicured. I'm keeping it, you know, not too scruffy. But uh, my nieces and nephews at Christmas, Todd, they when they walked in, we we beat them there to my parents. And when they walked in, they're like, Uncle, they call me. You're going to laugh. Now they're going to get this. They call me Uncle Bubby because my sister's okay. both, my sister, Laura, called me Bubby growing up. So I'm Uncle Bubby. I think my, my one niece didn't even know my real name until she was like 12. Uh, <laughs> so the, when she when she heard my name, she's like, your name is Craig? <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. It. Right, right. So anyway, they walk in, they're like, you grew a beard. Like, I, I did. And they're like, they just kind of look at it for a minute. Yeah, I we like it. I'm like, really? So I asked him later, later at the, towards the end of our, our get together for Christmas. I'm like, so Auntie Gail, they call my wife uh, Auntie. Mm. So many stories. Auntie, you'd think we were British or something. Auntie Gail. <laughs> I, I said, now, Auntie Gail gets the final say on this, but should I keep the beard? And they're all like, yeah, you should. And my one niece goes, it suits you. <laughs> she was real, <laughs> real formal. So here's the poll. You guys have seen the goatee. Now you've seen the beard. Should mm. I keep the beard? Now, again, my wife gets the final say. She gets veto power. But uh, she's the one that has to look at this every day. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? Leave a comment <laughs> on the YouTube channel or drop us an email. Hello at Spiro.media. Should Craig keep the beard? 
should create Keith the Beard. And then also, if you want maybe your best Photoshop rendition oh, no. of what you think Craig's facial hair should be. So oh, you know, maybe he's, maybe it's blonde, a long blonde beard or a white beard. He's Gan- Gandorf. I'm sorry. Is that more up? Gandalf. It's a car- <laughs> Whatever. I'm sorry. Gandorf. For you, for you, Lord of the Rings um, lovers. I'm sorry. I'm not. I got the Jeep. I got 90% of it correct. Anyways, Photoshop something on Craig's face and my face too. It doesn't matter. I don't, we'll have fun with this. Send it to us and we'll show it to y'all. We'll print them out and show them next time. You couldn't have picked a more perfect audience to ask them to Photoshop pictures. Could <laughs> I know. I know. Just go to the creative. Thanks. This, yeah. okay, this Dave, is going to be fun. Dave already Photoshopped me with a Santa hat. I, the, Did it? So Dave is going to have fun with this one. Yeah. <laughs> but this will be great. I love it. Right. Right. Awesome. Okay. Well, before we get ourselves in any more trouble, let's wrap this up, Todd. (laughs) Thanks to those of you that have uh, watched and listened again this week. Um, If you found value in this, if you found any entertainment or wisdom or whatever it is you found that you think someone else might be uh, curious about, if nothing else, please uh, share the podcast. We'd love that. Uh, Give it a like. That helps us get, get it in front of more people. And if you have questions or comments or ideas or topics that you'd like to see covered Mm -hmm. on the business of real estate media, um, by all means, shoot us an email again, hello at Spiro.media. And just from Todd and I, we just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, just be a part of your business and your life with this podcast. We, again, we hope it's beneficial to you and, and, uh, Thanks, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. So until then, uh, take time to breathe. Be thankful for your blessings. And we'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.